today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie now, from book talk reviews to bestseller lists, anyone who enjoys reading is always looking for the next page turner that they just can't put down. And with their suggestions of the books that they've been addicted to over the past few months, I'm joined now in the studio by our Waterford librarians, Tracy McEnany and Jenny Lochran. You're both very welcome. Thank you. Lovely to see you here. We just wanted to pick your brains today. Like, what are, what are you reading? What have you read? What would you recommend? Because we were talking about this on the programme um, with Brian O'Connell when he was reporting on the mobile libraries. You can get into a bit of a panic if you don't have your next book lined up, if you're coming to the end of the one that you're reading uh, at the moment. Now, we're talking about books you love and we're starting with a bit of love at the beginning here, Jenny, because your first suggestion is romantic comedy. That's what it's called, romantic comedy. Romantic comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. And uh, one of Curtis Sittenfeld's earlier books, American Wife, it's one of my favourite ever books. I read that. Yeah, it really good. It stays with you for a long, long yeah. time. And like, she's a brilliant author. This one, romantic comedy, it tells the story of Sally Mills, who's disillusioned with love. And she's a 30-something. She's very successful. She's a TV comedy writer with a TV show called The Night Owls. And it's a fictionalised version of Saturday Night Live. And she's very cynical. She sees this trend emerging where cele- with, with celebrities where glamorous, beautiful, accomplished women are becoming romantically involved with average-looking, mediocre men. And she writes a sketch for the TV show, poking fun at this and underscoring how likely it is that the reverse would ever happen or how unlikely it is that the reverse would ever happen. And it becomes a hit and it becomes viral all over the world. Then she's Sally is assigned to work with a new guest host, uh, Noah, who is a pop sensation with a history of dating models. And they hit it off. Ah, yes. OK, and we go from there. Yeah, I think we'll have to put up a list of these books because afterwards we always get asked, uh, what did we mention on the show? And I think that would be on a lot of people's lists to read. Now, not to be done on the uh, romance front, Tracy, you have two here. One examines the issue of friendship. One uh, documents the breakup of a relationship from the male point of view. And you enjoyed both of these a lot. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Seven. This is her fifth adult book. Really oh, a very, very good book. Really enjoyed it. Um, it was out since um, 2023 it was published uh, the Paramount have just bought the film rights to this for 2 million and the author is going to write the script but the book is about Sam Masser and Sadie Green um, the book starts in the late 80s they meet in the hospital Sam has just lost his mother in a car accident Sadie is in visiting her sixth sister uh, Sam spends all his time playing video games in the day room and the nurse says will you go in there Sadie and talk to him see if he'll open up play a few games see what happens uh, so she does friendship develops but of course a misunderstanding they fall out they don't see each other for about eight years so they meet again when they're 19 and they meet just by accident at a train station and Sam sees Sadie but he doesn't know whether to go over to her or not but anyway the friendship starts again Um, to make a long story short they make uh, work together creating video games so loads of information about video games mm. you will want to play video games after this book very very good and don't let video games put you off because when I heard that I thought oh no but it is a story about friendship uh, fallouts mistrust success jealousy losing it all but very very good and a previous book by this author is the story life of AJ Frickery and that's one of my favourite books ah, okay. I love so that book that's Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow which sounds a little like One Day 
I suppose it does because they do come back and forth, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot did of you watch, Did you watch one day on Netflix? Uh, no, I didn't, but I read the book many years ago. So did I. Yeah, I could barely, I that. barely yeah. remember it when I went Save to watch the yeah. series. But watch it. So yeah. might. So it's, might. It's very good. Well worth a watch and 15 million odd people have watched it mm. since ah, it was released. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, huge. Uh, the other one then is uh, Good Material by Dolly Alderton. Yep, I'd heard a lot about her um, and I don't like books or films about people splitting up. No, just not don't go there. Oh no, not for me. I hate it. Um, but this is book about, is about heartbreak, but very funny in parts because he's a comedian. Um, it's told from the man's point of view. Andy, he's 35, he's a comedian, split up from his girlfriend Jen of three years, nine months, 29 days. Can't understand why, what happened. And uh, he's living on his, French ca- his friend's couch. Uh, his friend's wife is good friends with Jen. So you can imagine there's that dynamic going on. And... Um, but for the whole, most of the book, 90% of the book is Andy's side. But then, very cleverly, they have a chapter on Jen's side. And that puts closure to a lot of the questions that you have. Mm-hmm. And Dolly Alderton, a lot of people wouldn't know her because she would have been the Sunday Times agony, agony aunt. Agony yeah. The Dear Dolly column. So there's always three or four sides to every story, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So we're getting a look at perhaps a, a less visited side. I love this next one, Jenny, because we've all, this is what happens when you're talking about books with your, mm. your friends. You get a recommendation. Somebody might be reading something in your presence. And that's how you came across this one. Yeah, so the next book I'm going to talk about is called A Child Alone with Strangers by Philip Frascassi. And I didn't know anything about this author. And my lovely colleague Paula was reading it and she was gasping and she was screaming and she was putting the book down and she was rushing off for her tea break. And uh, I grabbed it off her as soon as she was fi- had finished it. And it's a horror story. It's ah, very much a horror story. <laughs> it's very dark. It's very thrilling. Uh, it starts very slowly with Henry, a young boy who's been orphaned after an accident and he's in a coma. And when he wakes up, from a coma he can see people's feelings and hear their thoughts and this is frightening but also very reassuring because he now lives with his aunt and uncle who love him very much so he can sense this but then he's kidnapped and he's held prisoner in a remote farmhouse surrounded by miles of forest and he finds himself connecting with a strange force living in the woods there's a lot of violence and creepy things happen in this rundown farmhouse you love this stuff farmhouse. Jenny it's escapism and you know as we would expect the FBI get involved there's a big search going on and things are going from bad to worse for the kidnappers and for Henry and remains to see who if anyone is going to survive what's the creature he's connected with what does it really want it's full of twists and terms and like I have to say there are gruesome scenes it's old school horror but it has monsters of the human and the non-human kind so really now fans of Stephen King Grady Hendrix A Child Alone with Strangers by Philip Frascassi and it's a big one it's mm-hmm. a big long book Okay it's a big long book but you very much enjoyed that yes, that yes. says a lot about you Yes <laughs> <laughs> Now after that so we have uh, Tracy a lovely easy read here This is Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson. It's out on paperback just since the 15th of February. Um, It's about, it's a debut novel. It's about a wealthy Stockton family, Tilden Chip. They're the parents. They want to downsize from their mansion to a penthouse. So you can imagine plenty of books. Um, So Cord and the daughter-in-law Sasha move into the mansion. Now, she never signed a prenup. So the the younger sister and the older sister think she's a total gold digger. Um, and um, Sasha doesn't feel accepted into this family at all. You can imagine the tension around the 
the dinner table. Uh, then they have Darley, that's the eldest daughter. She followed her heart. She gave up her inheritance. Um, her marriage looks perfect. She's married to a, a high flyer, uh, you know, children, a fabulous house, has it all. Does she really? And then you have the youngest, Georgina. She's a trust fund baby. She's working in a non-profit, so she struggles with that guilt. And uh, she's fallen in love with someone she ha- shouldn't. It reminds me of, it's been compared to succession. It reminds me a bit like Gossip Girls. Um, but I, it's an easy read and I would totally recommend it. OK, so this is uh, Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson, which sounds like a great bit of escapism. We're coming now to a debut author, Jenny. And this is another Jenny, Jenny Hollander. Jenny Hollander. And like we were always saying, don't judge a book by its cover. But I chose this book by its title. It's got a great title. It's called Everyone Who Can Forgive Me Is Dead. Brilliant. Already. <laughs> it's very promising. It's a debut novel. I really would look forward to more from this author. So nine years ago, the main character, Charlie's life changed forever. On Christmas Eve, her elite graduate school was the site of a chilling attack and several of her classmates died. She's moved on with her life. And several years later, there's a film being made about the events. But her her, Charlie's dark past threatens to crash into her present. She was called a witness at the time when it happened, but she knows much more than that. Mm. And like it's an, she's an unreliable narrator and I love an unreliable narrator in a story. It keeps oh, me going. That. It keeps like, me guessing. Um, Yellowface was the yeah. most recent oh. case yeah. of that I've come across. It just yeah. makes it so interesting. And this has flashback scenes and there's little nuggets of information. And I was reading it and it's a quick read but I was tempted to skip ahead and I didn't. But it's smart writing style and it's a very, very mm. excellent debut. You can't trust yourself when you're reading no, it? That no. your judgments are right? Yeah. So that's Everyone Who Can Forgive Me Is Dead by Jenny mm. Hollander. Now, crime of course and we've spoken about this in the past Tracy it's the, one of the most popular genres borrowed I know from the library you've two murder mysteries for us now set in Ireland which I you think ha- people should check out Yes I have Cala by Colin Walsh this is a 2022 I was late to the party with this I sometimes don't trust reviews because you have to really go out and read the book yourself and see what you think and something we might say something here on this on this fabulous radio show but you might say what are they talking about mm-hmm. and then you we might disagree with you so it's but book clubs are great for that Claire. Book clubs oh, are great yeah. and librarians are great for this <laughs> well, so that's totally. why you're here. Oh yeah exactly <laughs> we're the best. Uh, 2022 anyway uh, it's read on large print it's by Carla it's by Colin Walsh uh, she disappears Carla disappears from a small town the west coast of Ireland I think it's Kinloch in, 2020, in 2003 uh, 15 years later the human remains are found and uh, two more girls have gone missing. Now, the story is told by Helen, Joe and Mush, who were friends with Carla back in 2023, 2003, I should say. So it goes back and forth to the present and the past. Definitely recommend this book. And the reviews were totally right on this book because everybody said when this book came out, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I just hadn't got around to reading it. Mm-hmm. Now, another one I loved. Now, Corkonians. I love a bit of Cork, right? So, A Lesson in Malice by Catherine Kerwin. It's a murder set in UCC. Um, now, Catherine Kerwin, she's a Cork-based solicitor anyway. So, but you're really... Ah, it's it's fantastic. You know, you're taken around the streets of Cork. You're taken into UCC. Uh, she's invited to attend, um, give a talk at this at the college. She doesn't really know why she's invited to attend um, because all the rest of them are much more highbrow. High uh, then she's invited to attend the exclusive dinner in the college with the president in the president's private dining room. Uh, three, uh, but three days later, a body is found. 
She is a suspect, but so is everybody else at the dinner. And one last one, another Irish author I have to get in, Kay Misha. Now, this is Osquelga and Gwelga, so it's Who Am I and Kay Misha. It's by John Johnston Kyo, and it's based on the factual events uh, from a British Armish, a British Armish, Army sergeant in Kilmainham in um, Easter week in 1916. OK, so let's run through uh, those selections again. Kala by jo- Colin Walsh. We've A Lesson in Malice by Catherine Kerwin. And Kay Misha's book is called? Kay Misha by John Johnston Kyo. Who am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, now I want to mention as well, or you would like to mention, I know, Ireland Reads, which is this weekend. What's all that about? Ireland Reads is taking place this weekend. It's go on to the website, irelandreads.ie. You'll see all the suggestions um, of what to read. Um, you'll see a lots of events happening in your local library. And again, we would just encourage everybody to stretch out whatever you want, whether it's a book, a magazine, um, you know, or listening to the audiobooks and uh, read on the 24th. Mm. But another good one we just, uh, if you have the time, it's Cathy Sweeney. We love Cathy Sweeney. She's written um, short stories, modern times. She's brought out this fantastic book, Breakdown. Um, You'll see it in all the bookshops and libraries, of course, but it's on the top of the list. And it's about a woman that we can totally relate to, gets up one day, leaves the husband in the bed, the two children in the bed, walks out. Does she come back or does she not? Breakdown. Very good, Cathy Sweeney. Okay, that's hotly tipped Mm -hmm. as well. What have you got there in front of you, um, Jenny? You've got two books. I have some children's books and um, one of them I have here for me is a series I came across, Would You Rather? And these are by Camilla Della Boye, I think it is pronounced. But it deals with everything from Would You Rather Dine With A Dung Beetle or Have Lunch With A Maggot. And I'm always looking for things that'll get children off screens into the books. So my children are following these very annoying YouTubers and they're doing this Would You Rather, Would You Rather. Now these books are nothing to do with those YouTubers but they've tapped into the same thing. They pose great questions and the choices have no wrong answer. Children learn about science and nature. They're explored through fun scenarios. Would you rather have teeth like a T-Rex or armour like an ankylosaurus? And they're great and they're really getting into it. We play that game so it would be good to have a bit of inspiration for those questions because you run out pretty quickly. And (laughs) by far my favourite children book I've read the last year is called The Silver Road by Sinead O'Hart. It's kind of aimed for reading for age 10 upwards we listen to it together as a family um, we listen to it on Borrow Box and now my children have me rereading it to them so real good sign and like if you're looking for a book to buy it costs about 10 euros it's in all of the good bookshops it won all of the awards last year it's a stunning book it has myth it has magic but also has misery in school from a bully so there's your fantasy there's your reality I loved it featured this really lovely intergenerational story between the main character and some older people she knows and you know I said she's given a stone by a frost giant is swept into adventure there's a magical silver road that runs all through Ireland and children like I'm not going to give any spoilers but I love it and children love it when children save the day like the silver road by Sinead O'Hart it should be in every house the silver road okay so we're going to put up a list of uh, these books on our social media channels I'll do it myself on Instagram when I get round to it a little (laughs) bit later on but I always get asked so I'll make sure to do that thank you very much Jenny Loughran Tracy McEnany our Waterford librarians and don't forget to check out irelandreads.ie for lots more book suggestions